Today we'll be talking about the beauty of suffering. When a person hears the word suffering, the first thing that comes to his mind is pain, difficulty, and troubles of human life. Nobody would relate it with the word beauty or happiness. But is there a connection? Is there much more meaning, deeper, to all the difficulties that a person goes through in his life? And we know there is by looking at the cross because Jesus did not die on the cross to not resurrect after three days. If there was no resurrection, our faith would have been vain, like St. Paul says. Therefore, we know there is hope in our suffering. We know there is meaning and beauty in our suffering. One of the stories that comes to my mind when I talk about suffering is about St. Margaret Mary. St. Margaret Mary was a very young woman when her father died. During that time, she had to take care of her mother. And while she was taking care of her mother, who was very sick, none of her relatives helped her. So she was all by herself as she went by each day taking care of her mother. And it was a very difficult task for her to do because she did not like medical field and she could not stand the sight of blood. But often, many times a day, she had to clean the wounds of her mother, all the bruises in her mother's body several times a day. And she offered this sacrifice to the Lord Jesus Christ and why is it, you know, that she went through this? When a person goes through suffering, one thing that most of us often say is, why is God punishing us? We look at suffering as if it was a way for God to punish us because of our sins. That's why when you go back to the Bible, when a person who was blind was sitting there begging for mercy, his disciples asked Jesus, Jesus, is he blind because of the sins of his past, of the sins of his ancestors or forefathers? And Jesus tells them, no, that is not because of it. He is blind so that today God can glorify his glory, fulfill his God's glory through him. He became a vessel there. However, in this life, there are many types of suffering that we go through. One of the sufferings that we go through is our daily sufferings, right? Like problems and situations that come up in our life. However, some of them might be linked to something else. So in our life, when we go through like the regular sufferings, like for example, a person losing a job, you know, and or a person um, facing like some type of accident, you know, those type of sufferings, those are kind of daily sufferings. And in some cases, those can also be related to something that is tied to our past. Um, all of our actions have consequences. Especially, we have to be very careful in what we do and what we speak most often, people tend to live with the mindset that 
my actions do not bear any particular consequence. They tend to live their life in their own way because they say, as long as I'm not hurting anyone, I'm good. You know, I'm living my own life the way I want. But what they fail to realize is that when you live the life the way you want it to, you're still putting a consequence in your actions. It could be a good consequence or a bad consequence, but it depends on the choices that you make every single day. For example, you know, when a person decides to drink from a plastic bottle, um, to him, he's like, you know, I'm not hurting anyone, you know, I'm just drinking water from a plastic bottle because it's convenient and easy for me. But still, there is a consequence for him, right? Because if there is one person like that and there are several hundreds of people who think the same way like this one person, that several hundreds of people culminated with his, you know, they all add up into thousands and thousands of bot plastic bottles as each day passes on, right? So that way, our sin, even if we think there is no particular consequence or a bad hurt to another person, there always is. That's why Jesus Christ upholds the cross by showing the meaning, the depth of love. You know, that's why like our actions, our thoughts, our words, our desires, everything should stem from love. We were talking about unsatisfaction in the last episode, but this episode I'm telling you, most of the people, they are all geared towards a desire. They're all geared towards something. And maybe it is money, maybe it is fame, or whatever it may be, or attention or acceptance from others. But when an action, a desire, a thought in our heart is stemmed from love, it becomes fruitful and when it is stemmed from love we become selfless and when we become selfless we often have to encounter sufferings in our lives and some of the sufferings that we go through like could be a consequence of sin um, for example some people they might see that in their life they're going through some regular problems again and again for example, if a um, person is getting into car accidents again and again and again, no matter how much careful he's being, there is a possibility that he or a member of his family is under a sinful past and that person needs deliverance from it. So the thing is, Satan is constantly trying to harm that person, trying to end that person's life so that Satan can take his life away and Jesus won't be able to save that person. So that way, that's why some people, they encounter difficulties in their life constantly. You know, like there's no growth, there's no prosperity. Um, and one of the reasons is that, because there's a consequence for sin. And those are like the sufferings that often come from evil spirit. Another suffering, even saints too, they encountered um, sufferings from evil spirits sometimes they were scared you know they were like tortured with um, images 
and especially when a person starts their uh, spiritual journey one of the biggest torture that they go through is um, sensual pleasures um, sexual thoughts and everything in their mind you know that they might be prompted to do like sexual things and sometimes it is un unexplainable like even though they want to get rid of it they're not able to that is like so in those cases we need a deliverance from those sins and one way we get deliverance from our sins is through the sacrament of reconciliation that's why the sacrament has so much power when we decide uh, think about it like when you go to a priest to confess your sins that is so humiliating right like to actually go up to a person and say that I did something bad we prefer to go up to people and say good things about us right we prefer to let people be aware of good nature of us when we post pictures on social media or any type of platform out there we want it to be good pictures we want it to be like a picture that loving a picture that's calm peaceful um oftentimes we don't want a want to post a picture where we're encouraging like where it puts a bad image on us right a bad like look on us like for example that's why some people at least when you're older and you're pursuing a career and stuff we try to refrain from posting pictures of us drinking alcohol because that doesn't reflect a good view of us so just like that, how much, however much we want a good affirmation in front of others, you know, we seek for affirmation in the sacrament of reconciliation from our Lord Jesus Christ. Because we pour out our weakness, we pour out our mistakes, and Jesus tells us it's okay, it's okay. From this moment on, you can make a change in your life. From today onwards, you can make a difference in your life. And no matter how much humiliating it is, you're being born again after the sacrament of reconciliation. Just like that. That's why sometimes um, that's another way to like, we another way to encounter sufferings from the evil one. Another sufferings that happens in most um, saints' life or holy people's life is the suffering that they encountered from Jesus himself, the suffering on the cross. That's why in the Bible it says, Take your yoke upon me, because my yoke is sweet. Carry the cross with Jesus' right, because his yoke is sweet. And we think, like, why would Jesus say, like, his cross is sweet? Because we, the sufferings that saints went through, those were beautiful because they went through it with Jesus. So in our life, our goal, our desire should be to go through each and every single heart's sacrifices in our lives with Jesus. We willingly like take up, we willingly accept it. Most people, what happens is when we go through a difficulty, we prefer to complain about it to others. We prefer to be so grumbling about it. Like the Israelites, when they were in the desert, when they did not get what they want, they were grumbling. You know, they were complaining about it. 
but when we take upon something without complaint there is much more meaning to it there's much more beauty in it as it says in colossians chapter 1 verses 24 now i rejoice in my sufferings for your sake and in my flesh i'm filling up what is lacking in the afflictions of christ on behalf of his body which is the church so what happened to the body of jesus was crucified but there was resurrection three days after there was glory that was stored in the suffering so what happens is in our lives if we like face our daily sufferings and if we go through it we if we accept it without complaints we are definitely on our path to holiness but if we are willing to take more then god calls us to a perfection a perfection which is to like likehood like where we are making ourselves like jesus christ and in a way god is calling us to become him to become a god you know like like no when a master usually expects his um his his people that he's teaching to be good but he never expects him to be like you know as good as him or to be better than him but jesus he was not outdone in generosity and love that he let so many people to do so much more than he has done his life while they were living in this world and great examples are so many lives like saint francis of assisi um saint anthony of padua and so much more again it says in isaiah chapter 58 verses 9 then you shall call and the lord will answer you shall cry for help and he will say here i am then you shall call and the lord will answer you shall cry for help and he will say here i am so in our lives the thing is especially during this pandemic this is a very unusual time many people you know like many people they were probably supposed to work start their new career start college move to a different state move to a different country um or even at least have a job but during this time most of us are going through so much sufferings and difficulties because of this pandemic but still there is beauty in it and we won't be able to find that beauty unless we search for it unless we accept it with humility and love so when saint margaret mary when she was taking care of her mother you know even though she didn't like it she knew there was a greater purpose to it she knew there was something much more to it so she took that sacrifice and she told jesus jesus i offer this sacrifice through the immaculate heart of mother mary for the salvation of all souls in purgatory and reparation of sinners for the whole world and for her own sins you know she took up each and every day of her sufferings she offered it to jesus along with the cross that jesus encountered in the cross itself and also thing is um 
one thing that we can do in our life is encounter the sufferings in our life you know by consecrating it to mother mary and th in that way when mother mary does this she takes up our sufferings and she gives the value of it the effect of it she pours it out throughout the whole world and we see that because i i know like oh, last week i mentioned about father rick wendell like he didn't even know what was causing him to like come to god but then he knew that there was some person praying for him you know and oftentimes our prayers it it's being given like the effect of our prayers is being given to somebody else that we probably don't know and when we consecrate our prayers to mother mary she distributed it according to the needs of the people in this world and also in diary of saint faustina saint faustina had a vision of heaven and in this vision she related that if we were to see the differences among the degrees of glory in heaven we would willingly suffer anything on earth just to move one degree higher and that's the beauty of suffering i remember when i was reading the book of saint gertrude it says that um in one of the visions this one of the nuns in saint gertrude's convent had she saw that when a uh, when a when a um, religious sister died and passed away she was in heaven and she was filled with so much glory and that religious sister you know one of like her regrets was that she did not get to suffer much more or she did not get to offer more sacrifices in the world because she said that for one small sacrifice that you made while you were on this earth there was 100 times more glory 100 times more recompense on this earth so that's like saying when you decided to give a dollar to a poor person god is willing to give you 100 dollars back as a recompense can you imagine that's why god is never outdone in his generosity and we can never outdone him when we take up all they say that with a beautiful analogy it says that if you take up all of the sufferings of every single human kind in this world and put it and put it in a weight machine weighing machine you know like where you weigh both sides of it so you put all of the sufferings in this world on one side of the weighing machine um on a balance and then you put the glory of the lord on the other side of the balance it would go so much higher like that sufferings would be down because it literally had no weight compared to the glory that is to come that's why there is purpose in our life there is meaning in our life many people commit suicide many people are depressed because they're not able to find the meaning beauty and purpose of the sufferings in your life if you know someone that is going through a particular problem you need to reassure them that there is a purpose behind it i remember some of the ladies you know they were thinking about um abortion and especially one of the ladies she was thinking about abortion she went to an abortion clinic and she saw some uh, woman praying the rosary at that time 
and peacefully they were just standing there holding um, banners saying, you know, do not, do not let this happen to your child. That is a life inside of you. And even though she saw this, um, the lady was just like, that at that time, um, the father of uh, her child told her that she have to do commit abortion because he's not going to take care of the child. Um, and she was very distressed and she went through with it. And again, after a while, a couple of years later, she got pregnant again and in a similar situation. And this time she did not want to commit abortion and she really did not know what to do. And she remembered the face of the lady who was praying the rosary three years back um, at the abortion clinic that she had abortion. And she was thinking, maybe I'll go up to that abortion clinic and perhaps that lady is still there. She never knew. So she waited. She remembered like the day that she went. So she kind of like waited for that day. And that day she went. Um, she went and to her excitement and surprise, she saw the same lady who prayed the rosary three years ago, praying rosary again in front of the clinic. So she approached her and she was talking to her and she told her what happened to her three years ago and you know this lady in a beautiful way she consoled her saying that it was okay that jesus will forgive her and it's okay and at, at like this moment um even though like the father of her child of the second child wanted to um do abortion she didn't want to do that she didn't want to go through with it so she asked the lady what to do and at that time this lady familiarized her with the sisters of life and the sisters of life they're so beautiful they support you through this journey they give you and they give you affirmation and through many other women who went through the same problem but they encountered this problem through the grace of jesus christ and you know what happened many people say that wow you wasted your life by giving birth to that child maybe you know like especially say a high schooler getting pregnant like i mean it is so it is so difficult for that child it is so difficult for that child um i mean she uh, in the first place you know she decided to she knew that her action would have had a consequence so one thing is she could have prevented it but if she failed to prevent that um still you know she decided to if she decided to go abort the child in fear of like losing her education and everything that is not true um, you your future is not lost you know your future the thing is god knows what you went through and god values you 10 times more um last week my grandmother passed away and when my grandmother passed away i was thinking about her life you know she was a mother of 11 children and my father's family they were very poor they did not have enough money so they lived through like um you know like food that they grew at their home they did not even have slippers to wear on their feet um when they went to school my dad always talked about how difficult it was for him growing up and they always fought for food you know at their home so little they had but you know, the thing is, many people say that maybe it's better not to have that many children. But what happened is, when they all grew up, God blessed their family so much. Like all the children, they became educated. They went through different states. 
they went through different countries they got bigger jobs better jobs and they're making so much more money and you would never imagine what they started out with you know so uh, that's why in the bible it says you know god only needs a moment to bring the high down and to bring the low ones high and that is very true um and also like i was thinking like at the same time in my mother's family even though when my mother was growing up her family was kind of well off you know they were kind of rich but in their family they have not seen so much of a growth financial growth just like my dad's family who went through such a difficult time so you know like even though he went through all of those difficulties in his childhood there was much more meaning to it there was much more value to it and you will see that value either later in your life while on earth or you will see the glory of it being fulfilled on heaven that's why saints what they did was since they knew the glory that was to come in heaven they actually did not want to be glorified on earth like if they did a good act they preferred it to be in secret that's why in the bible it says what you do what your uh, right hand do let the left hand not know because you do not want a single person to know so that your glory of of doing a small action is much more and that's why when you look at their faces people who live a holy life their faces are full of happiness and satisfaction especially if you look at religious sisters their faces are full of happiness and pleasures i remember i was listening to um testimony of vocation story of sister mary faustina and she was saying that when she was um in college she just wanted to live her life in a very fun way you know just live her life um just like have fun in college that was like her like goal or whatever like that's what she really wanted like to have fun travel so she used to travel to paris so one week it would be paris next week she would be like planning another trip in one of the places in europe and she she was living in the states but she was traveling in europe and stuff and while she was doing that during her travel um she happened to meet some religious sisters and she was thinking in her heart wow that is the most radical love that you can ever give for someone like wow like you know that and that is true they're in love if you a lot of times what happens is that in our lives there is love we tell each other we love you i love you but we do not show sacrifice when there is sacrifice the love has meaning you know when a woman and a husband is married together in america especially almost 50% of the people end in divorce and one of the main reason why people end in divorce is because there is no sacrifice when there is sacrifice a husband will be able to adjust with his wife a wife will be able to adjust with the husband and what happens is see a husband does not like this you know she, he does not like to eat this particular type of dish so say that maybe that particular dish maybe it was like a, a baked salmon or something and her husband hates it so he couldn't stand the smell of it but the wife really loves it you know but the wife decided you know i mean my husband doesn't like it so maybe i won't eat it so she made that sacrifice of not eating it so that she can make another dish that he loved much more and also another time maybe like you know um maybe like sometimes 
you know, you see your wife like in the kitchen doing chores, and or maybe she she went to her job, maybe she's working in a hospital, and your children came home, and maybe as a and maybe like it's easier for you to just relax you know you probably came after work too as a husband you probably came after work too and maybe it's easier for you to just lay down and just watch tv and relax but it takes some sacrifice right to actually not decide to decide not to relax but at the same time to do something like so before your wife comes home you decided to actually clean the house and maybe cook dinner that night and just the fact that you decided to put away that relaxation so you can do something out of love for your wife that night you know that action that action of sacrifice helped you to grow in a step of love so that's why there's beauty in sufferings so i was thinking like you know there are so many saints they would actually like ask for sufferings from the lord and i was thinking maybe i should you know ask for sufferings from the lord because i thought wow i'm living such a comfortable life you know like i get out of my home i take a car go to places that i want you know buy stuff that i need i have a job i feel pretty secure and um oftentimes i forget to realize like i i feel like i'm too comfortable and i'm thinking maybe i should ask the lord um for sufferings and when that thought was coming in my mind think that Jesus was telling me is before you ask for sufferings try to identify the sufferings or sacrifices that are present already in your life and I was like wow that is very true because I know sometimes I see my mom in the kitchen and you know sometimes I decide to like um, watch TV instead instead of helping her and I kind of feel guilty maybe like for me it's relaxing to watch tv but maybe i was thinking i can do a sacrifice right there by deciding to help her so to identify so this week maybe all of us can like try to identify sufferings in our life you know small small sacrifices in our life and are there sacrifices that's why i love the tradition of the church where we go through different seasons the season of lent and right now um in a couple of weeks we're going to approach um august 15 is going to be the assumption the feast of the assumption of our lady so in preparation to the feast of the assumption of our lady some people they refrained from things during the 15 days so that is a sacrifice some people they refrained from their tv and i remember like in my life sometimes i've noticed how i was addicted to various things like i would be addicted to tv shows i would be addicted to music um, and during these times, what I did was, during the times of the years when the traditions of the church would come, I decided to give up TV shows or watching any type of non-spiritual shows for a whole month and maybe for 25 days in preparation for Christmas. And when I tried to do that, I was actually able to see much more grace that poured out into my life afterwards because now... I was not only able to have so much more self-control in my life, I was able to use every single day productively. You know, every single day had more meaning. Um, and so, like, I was using this particular app, which was like, you know, track, keeping track of my daily mood, uh, daily mood and my daily actions. And each day, I would, like, record how I was feeling. 
and I was able to see the progress of happiness um, and the growth of love in my heart. So right now, you know, when you um, are able to willingly sacrifice for Jesus Christ, um, for the salvation of all souls, and especially for the reparation of our all of our sins, um, we are actually able to grow in happiness. Even if a person doesn't love us, we're able to love him back. And we see the completion of that selfless love and that sacrifice. For it says in Isaiah chapter 48 verses 10 through 11, See, I refined you, but not like silver. I tested you in the furnace of affliction. For my sake, for my own sake, I do this. Why should my name be profaned, my glory, and I will not give to another? So he profines us. That's why there is a song called Refiner's Fire, right? Purify our heart, Lord Jesus, right? Make us, set us apart to become someone different. I was thinking usually like people, it is easier for us to love someone when they don't, when they love us back. It is easier to make friends when our friends love us, buy us presents for our birthdays and give us attention during those times. But you know, we are called to be friends with people um, people who are not looked upon, right? People who the society kind of like doesn't look out for. We are called to love people that doesn't love us. We're, we're called to love people who actually hate us. And when you do that, you have no idea. There is just much more meaning for love, for suffering. There's much more beauty in suffering. In your lives, you know, maybe like um, to get a grace of self-control, like during this pandemic, you might see like children, they might often be in, addicted to video games. You know, life is just going binge watching TV shows without being much productive during this time. But you know, we need self-control. If we let the desires of our heart control us, then it is no longer you who is living then it is somebody else, the desires of your heart that is living. You know, like, so for example, when sometimes um, we feel like doing something bad, but you know that deep inside of our hearts, we don't want to do the bad. But that's the time we're like getting that craving to do that. Just like we get a craving to eat a food, like a donut. You know, donut is so good. It's so delicious. But we know it's not good for our body if you're going to eat a donut every single day, you know? so we need to refrain from it because we know there is a bad consequence in our health when we eat um, sugary foods when we eat oily foods just like that um, as there is a consequence we try to refrain from it but in, in order to get that um, strength and courage to refrain from it we need self-control and in order to get self-control in our life we need to practice giving up small small things we need to practice making sacrifices in our lives maybe it can be to just give it social media a day um you know and maybe in a later episode we can talk about how we can make more sacrifices in our lives but be try be faithful and be hopeful that there is meaning in this life for all the sufferings that you go through there is a purpose you know when you suffer in silence you're not actually suffering in silence. There is a God who is watching you from heaven. So there is true meaning in it. Don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. If any of your friends are feeling depressed or sad, I ask you to share this podcast. So let's end this podcast in a prayer.
Lord Jesus, I surrender all the people who are listening to this podcast. Jesus, wash them in your precious blood and fill them with your Holy Spirit. Jesus, take away whatever sufferings that we are going through in their lives right now. Maybe a person is sick. Maybe they don't know what to do. Jesus, give them the grace. Give us the grace to accept that sufferings, oh Jesus. Give us the grace to not complain, to be cheerful in our day-to-day task. We also pray for those who are really in need of our prayers. And we offer this prayer through the communion of all the saints, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary. To Jesus Christ, Amen. Thank you and I hope you enjoyed my podcast. If you did, don't forget to share and comment. Thank you.